0: Om <Santhes> um, namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om um, namo vasudevaya Om um, namo vasudevaya Om um, namo vasudevaya Omagyanati Mirandha Svagyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuram melitam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha Shri Chaitanyamano bhishtam svapitam yena bhutale Svayam kadamahyam dadaati svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavam Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahaganarabhunatham Vitam Tamsa Jeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Rādhā, Krishna Padan,
1: Sahagana Lārita,
0: Shri Visākhān, Mitāmschā. He Krishna karuṇā Sindho, Dīna Bandho, Jagatpate, Gopesa Gopika Kānta, Rādhā Kānta, Namostate. Dabda Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshvari Vishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hare Priye Banchakalpataro Bhyascha Namo Namaha namo vishnu padaya krishna preshtaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta namaste saraswate Deve gauravani pracharine nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare so today's verse on from the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 3, text 15. Karma, Karma. Brahma, Brahma, Udbhavam, Vidhi, Brahma. Vithy, Brahma. Akshara, Akshara, Samud Bhavam, Samudbhavam, Tasmat, Sarva, Gatam, Brahma, Nityam, Nityam, Pratishthitam Hare Krishna, Karma Brahmo Bhavam Vidhi, Karma Brahmo Bhavam Vidhi, Brahma K Sarasamud Bhavam, Brahma Bhavam, Tasmat Sarvagatam Brahma Tasma. Nityam यज्ञे <yagnya> Pratishthitam nityam yagne pratishitam, karma brahma bhavam vidhi, karma brahmodam vidhi, तस्मात् sharasamud tasmat sarvagatam, sarvagatam. <brahama> nityam yagne pratisthitam nityam karma Aayya, Brahma vidhi vidhi brahma akshara samudbhavam brahma sarvagatam brahma Tasmat sarvagatam brahma nityam yagne pratisthitam nityam so three Prabhujis and three Matajis, then we will continue with the class all right please repeat Karma Brahmo Pavan with him. Karma Brahmo Pavan with him. ब्रह्मा Brahma Sarasamut Pavan. Karma Brahma, Havam Vitti, Karma Brahma, Havam Vitti, Brahma Sharasat Samud Bavam, Brahma Sharasamud Bavam, Rasma Brahma, Ramod Babam with thee, Ramad Ramod Babam with thee, Sarvagatam, Matajis. karma brahma utbhavam vidde brahma akshara samudbhavam, Brahmachara samudbhavam. sarva gatam brahma karma brahma asamod bhavam sarvagatam brahma tasmaat sarvagatam brahma yajne pradishtitam karma brahmod Brahma brahma brahmod bhavam sarasamod bhavam brahma sarasamod bhavam tasmaat sarvagatam brahma Karma Karma. Karma. Work Work. Brahma Brahma. Vedas Vedas. Udbhavam Produced from from. Vidhi Vidhi. One should know know. Brahma Brahma. The Vedas Vedas. Akshara Akshara. The Supreme Brahman Brahman. Personality of Godhead Samud-bhavam, Samudbhavam Directly manifested, directly manifested tasmat, tasmat Therefore, therefore Sarvagatam, sarva-gatam All pervading Brahma, Brahma Transcendence, transcendence nityam, nityam Eternally, eternally Yagnyem In sacrifice nityam, pratishthitam, pratishthitam, Situated, situated You can note here, you see Brahma is translated as Vedas and here Brahma is transcendence. So, if just one is a Sanskrit scholar, it will not be enough to understand this Bhagavad Gita because one word can mean many things. So, a pure devotee knows what exactly it means. Therefore, we have to hear from a pure devotee. Alright, translation and purport by His divine Grace AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Śrīla Prabhupāda Translation, regulated activities are prescribed in the Vedas and the Vedas are directly manifested from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Consequently, the all-pervading transcendence is eternally situated in acts of sacrifice. Yeah, and the other word is Akshara. Akshara means alphabets and also Akshara means here the Supreme Brahman. Akshara. there is no end person who is no end supreme brahman endless so in this way you have to hear from a pure devotee then we will have the correct understanding our bhagavad gita is therefore called bhagavad gita as it is <clears throat> as understood by the devotees just like Arjuna said Sarvameta manye vadasi he said Whatever Krishna you say, I accept as truth. So that kind of a person who accepts everything that Krishna says, uh, he is called Mahajan. And we have to follow such Mahajans. Mahajano yenagath sapantha. Mahabharat says this. That just by reading the Vedas, you will not be able to understand the meaning. So we have to actually follow the footsteps of the Mahajans. Mahatmas. Mahatma means not simply some political man. Who is given a title by the citizens of the country. Mahatma means... Bahunam janmanam ante... Jnana mam maam prapadyate... Vasudeva sarvamiti sa mahatma. Mahatmanastu partha Daivi prakriti maasarita. That means one who has completely surrendered to Krishna... He is a mahatma. Who is pure devotee of Krishna. He is mahatma. So from him we have to understand... <coughs> Purport Yajñartha karma or the necessity of work for the satisfaction of Krishna only is more expressly stated in this verse If we have to work for the satisfaction of the Yajna Purusha Vishnu then we must find out the (coughs) direction of work in Brahman or the transcendental Vedas The Vedas are therefore codes of working directions Anything performed without the direction of the Vedas is called Vikarma or unauthorized or sinful work. Therefore, one should always take take direction from the Vedas to be saved from the reaction of work. As one has to work in ordinary life by the direction of the state, similarly, one has to work under direction of the supreme state of the Lord. Such directions in the Vedas are directly manifested from the breathing of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is said, Asya mahato bhutasya nasvasita metad yad Veda, Yajurveda, Samavedo Atharvan, Girasaha. The four Vedas, namely the Rigveda, Yajurveda, Samaveda, and Atharva Veda, are all emanations from the breathing of the Great Personality of Godhead. The Lord, being omnipotent, can speak by breathing air, as it is confirmed in the Brahma Samhita, for the Lord has the omnipotence to perform through each of his senses the actions of all other senses. In other words, the Lord can speak through his breathing and he can impregnate by his eyes. In fact, it is said that he glanced over material nature and thus fathered all living entities. After creating or impregnating the conditioned souls into the womb of material nature, he gave his directions in the Vedic wisdom as to how such conditioned souls can return home back to Godhead. We should always remember that the conditioned souls in material nature are all are all eager for material enjoyment. But the Vedic directions are so made that one can satisfy one's perverted desires, then return to Godhead having finished his so-called enjoyment. It is a chance for the conditioned soul to attain liberation. Therefore, the conditioned souls must try to follow the process of yajna by becoming Krishna conscious. Even those who cannot follow the Vedic injunctions may adopt the principles of Krishna consciousness and that will take the place of performance of Vedic yajnas or karmas. So our duty in this world is explained here, regulated activities, karma brahmod bhavam vidhi. Regulated activities are prescribed in the Vedas. What is regulated activity? Just like very easy to understand, in this country for example in Singapore, we have regulations we cannot transgress the law without being punished so everything is regulated otherwise everyone wants to have everything to the uh, topmost limit if everyone wants to have everything then there will be a great scuffle great fight because at one point we all have to meet I want this you also want the same thing everybody wants the same thing Suppose now you have to pay for a certain house and you have to stay there. But given a chance, everybody will want as much property as one wants. But if everybody thinks like that, then there will be great chaos. So to manage the chaos, there is regulation. There are regulations, rules and regulations. Um, So similarly, in this whole material world, everyone has come here to become the overlord of everything given a chance we would want to lord it over nature as much as possible if nobody stops us we will go on doing that and sometimes we are stopped by way of natural uh, repercussions for example we are you know man has come to the point of increasing the industrial enterprises to the point that now global warming is taking place so because of that he is regulated again if there was no global warming people wouldn't be bothered whether the ice is melting or what it doesn't matter if there is unlimited land he will just dump plastic or dump whatever if there was really a concern that the fish you know is being affected by the plastic or you know the I mean the whole nature is being turned upside down then they would, have been, they would have stopped it long ago they wouldn't have even uh, started it in the first place but they went on with it until a point now it is coming to a stage where it is affecting them now they are starting to make some oh green revolution this and that <coughs> oh save the earth save the nature, save the environment actually no, they want to save themselves because it is now affecting the humans now it is something bad as long as it is affecting other species it doesn't matter you see the narrow mindedness Hmm. so in either way we are regulated either by the government or if we don't listen to the government then by the laws of nature because the supreme government of the lord is acting and it will not allow us to enjoy unlimitedly we will be regulated so therefore there is this law of karma and what to do, what not to do so that we don't incur sinful reactions and suffer for them. Those are laid out in the Vedas. Therefore in the Bhagavad Gita in the 16th chapter 24th verse he stated here tasma chastram pramanam te karya akarya vyavasthitav Shastra karma one should therefore understand what is duty and what is not duty by the regulations of the scriptures knowing such rules and regulations one should act so that he may gradually be elevated the whole pro- problem is we have come to lord it over material nature so the vedas are laid out in such a way by Krishna that it allows for such regulated overloading but not to the extreme extent okay you be an overlord to an extent one wants to enjoy good food or eating, sleeping, mating, defending these are materialistic propensities sense gratification so there are regulations what we should eat, what we should not eat just two verses prior to today's verse we have had the class on what we should eat yajna shishta Santo. so we have to eat that which is prasadam now after this bhagavad gita class we will have prasadam you can see there is big feast so there is no stoppage of eating but eat krishna prasadam so there is regulation Otherwise, we will run the risk of sinful reaction. Every food, no matter vegetarian or non-vegetarian, is sinful. So, there is regulation how to purify things. So, we have to follow those directions. Therefore, it is said in today's verse, Karma, uh, karma bhavam Brahma ud Bhavam Vidhi, uh, Brahma Bhavam. Vedanta Sutra is also called Brahma Sutra. So, in this way, Brahma is Vedas. Brahma means not the Lord Brahma. That is Brahma. This is Brahma. This difference. Therefore, it is um, useful to know the intonations, the pronunciation properly, because then we will understand, have a deeper understanding of this um, scriptures. Karma brahmod bhavam vidhi samud bhavam So, work is regulated by the Vedas, and where did the Vedas come from? Uh, from the supreme personality of God so Vedas are not man-made books when we quote from the Vedas from the Bhagavad Gita or the Vedas or any Vedic literature sometimes people say oh this is all bookish knowledge you don't have practical experience we cannot just write it off as bookish knowledge it's not just any book This is the words of Krishna. So we have to act on those words. That's why we have to quote. We have to know. Not just to tell others, to preach to others, to preach to ourselves that I must follow these rules and regulations. If I don't know what is the rule, hmm? why we should eat Krishna Prasadam, you know. I mean, like devotees, you know, they eat Krishna Prasadam, fine but we should understand why we should eat Krishna Prasadam and with full understanding we have to do every step of Krishna consciousness life we have to do with proper understanding why nowadays religions are not uh, uh, very much uh, taken with interest by the younger uh, generation because nothing is explained properly (coughs) nothing is explained properly the parents will say you have to do do like this don't question you should not question about God but that poor fellow he wants to understand why I am doing this he genuinely wants to understand and there is nobody to answer and they lose interest right? this is not doesn't make sense so the philosophy should, is very important just doing the rituals is no use just breaking some coconuts and you know going around the inner sanctum sanctorum of the temple Pradakshina, or you know doing some yajnas huh that is stated, I will show you. It's no use doing all these things without understanding. You see, videhenam, this is chapter 17, verse 13 of Bhagavad Gita. Videhenam asrishtannam mantrahenam adakshinam shraddhavirahitam yajnam tamasam parichakshate. You see this. Any sacrifice performed without regard for the directions of scripture. Without distribution of prasadam, spiritual food, asrastanam, that means if you do a function and then you don't distribute prasadam, or you do some sacrifice without regulations of the scripture, like you know many years back when I was a teenager, I think um, I think 1999 World Cup cricket World Cup, big yagna they did in Kolkata, that India should win, and India lost. <laughs> Because Aravagangali is from there, Bengal. And um, said, "No, I will do a big Yajna for the victory of India. And India lost the World Cup. This is not the purpose. This is without regard for directions of scripture. Yajna is not for this. It is a useless, meaningless game. Hitting the ball here and there. I mean, what has it to do with the purpose of life? Nothing. So... To do something like another example is classic example is Mahatma Gandhi. He fasted for the country. This is also a sacrifice without regard for directions of scripture. The scriptures never say you have to fast for your country. Say only for for Krishna only. We have to do all our sacrifices for Vishnu not for any other cause. Like we also fast on Ekadasi, on Janmashtami, on Gaurapurnima. Now tomorrow is Siddham Saraswati Thakur's appi- uh, disappearance day. We fast for the Acharya's appearance disappearance. This is spiritual. Madhava Tithi, uh, Thakur has written. Madhava Tithi Bhakti Janani. Madhava means all the dates, important dates that we follow, that we fast for, that we observe. Hmm? Bhakti Janani, they are the mother of devotion. So, by doing these uh, sacrifices to please the Lord, uh, that is counted as devotional service, not any any fast. Another classic example is uh, this uh, Ayapa. You know, Ayapa, they follow this black dress they wear and then go to that Kerala there. What is it called? Savarimala. Mm. And then they fast. Fast, when in one month full fast, you know, like vegetarian. Fast means for them is vegetarian. Nicely can eat but vegetarian. Not let, you know, not eat anything, no. So they will fast, they will eat vegetarian food, and everybody they eat, greet each other as Swami, Swami, like this, and then go see whatever they want to see, and then come back down. What they do? At the foothill, intoxication, full alcohol, meat, like anything, or right, if one month I did not eat, let me eat to the max. What kind of, uh, again, is this? First of all, where is the where is the proof in the Vedas that there is a person called Ayapa, that there is a demigod called Ayapa? There's no there's no mention even. There is Mohini, there is Shiva, yes, Hari and Hara. The Bhagavatam describes the episode, but there is no copulation, there is no uh, issue, there is no son from there. So these are all uh, not not. ...without any regard for directions of scripture... ...and doing such austerity... ...and... ...coming and eating meat... ...what is the point... ...it is like Gajasnanam... ...or Kunjar Saochavath... ...Gajasnanam means... ...when the... ...elephant... ...takes bath in the river... ...he goes to the river... ...sprays all the whole body like many many times... ...with the trunk... ...take the water... ...suck the water and then... ...sprays all over the body nicely... ...full bath it will take and come out... And it will take the mud from the banks of the river and then throw all over the body. What kind of a bath is that? So if I have done something to purify myself and I just put all the dirt back again, what did I do it for? Will not get anything by those things. Is a useless um, austerity, sacrifices. Another uh, verse is also there in the same chapter. Asas, asastra vihitam ghoram tapyante ye tapo jana, dambahankara samyukta kama raga balan vita, karshayanta shari rastham bhuta grama machetasaha, maam chayvantaha shari rastham Vidhi, asuran ischayan. See, we are not against anything, we are not condemning anyone, but we are telling the truth for the elevation of the people. So, if something is wrong, we have to correct ourselves. For that we are stating what is correct what is wrong. Hmm. So here it is said this is applicable especially for Singapore. Those who undergo severe austerities and penances not recommended in the scriptures performing them out of pride and egoism who are impelled by lust and attachment who are foolish and who torture the material elements of the body as well as the super soul dwelling within are to be known as demons. In this part of the world typosome is very common. They torture themselves with poking you know different needles everywhere so this is you see unfortunately in Bhagavad Gita this is not supported so if we do these things in the name of religion we will not get the desired result so therefore karma brahmod bhavam vidhi. we have to act according to the regulations of the vedas therefore we we must first know what are the vedas and what they ask us to do Therefore, first of all, you have to know that we have to take a shelter of Guru and learn from him what are the Vedas saying actually, what I should do with my life. Then we have to act on those instructions. Now, when people already do something and then we come and say, this is wrong, people get angry. If you give instruction, good instruction, with all goodwill, to a foolish person, he will get angry. He will not take it to heart. Yesterday, somebody was sharing this verse. Very nice verse. Um, I actually do not know who is speaking to who here. Tanvi. Tanvi means a beautiful woman but anyway the point is here <coughs> see my dear slender maiden Tanvi means that so then when a ma- when a master chastises his servant the servant should accept this as great mercy one who becomes angry must be very foolish not to know that such is the duty of his friend a real friend will actually correct When we are corrected, we, we feel bad. I was humiliated, I was reprimanded. But, such, especially from the master, if we get chastisement, we should actually act, accept it as great mercy. Parama-anugraho dando. Bhrittyeshu prabhunarpitaha. balona veda bandhukrityam amarshana. So, that anger is actually out of love. If he is not interested in us, why would he want to correct us? If he is correcting us, so that I can become a better person, better devotee, then that is good for me, right? So, he is actually thinking of my good. Of course, it comes across as, oh, angry or, you know, but no, that is good for me. That is good for me. So, that's how I should take. But if we instruct a foolish person, Upadesho hi moor uh, prakopaya na shantaye. Prakopaya means he will get kopa. Prakopa. Kopa means angry. In many languages also kopa means angry. Prakopaya means great anger he will get. Na shantaye. He will not be peaceful when he is given instructions. So this is the problem with people nowadays. Because they already are doing something which they were told to do all their life. They never bother to check what the shastras are saying about what we should do, and then when they when we then when they are told that oh this is not correct, oh then they feel bad. But still, we should accept it, even though we may be, because nowadays come come on that Gurukul system has completely gone out of the society. People are going to materialistic school. There is no Gurukul. Gurukul means spiritual school. So the whole culture is gone. So just be prepared to be told that. You are wrong. <laughs> there is uh, another way that Prabodhanam Saraswati has uh, approached this problem. Because how to, how to uh, advise the materialistic people who are so puffed up, you know, how to advise them? So he, appro- he took another approach. What is this? (coughs) Chaitanya Sandra Mudavai is not anywhere. This word is verse is not quoted fully in the Vedabis, huh? Let me see if there is. (coughs) Hmm, this is the one. Dante nidhayatranakampadayor nipatya kritva chakakusatam. Kritva this is his approach taking a straw between my teeth that means taking a straw between my teeth means in, in other words very humbly approaching and falling at your feet a hundred times so he 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 has said that we have to fall at the feet of these materialistic people hundred times. You know, very humbly. Oh, you are a very great person, you know. Because here it is very short. But actually we will go by word to word. Dante nidhaya padayornipatya kritvaca kakushatam aham kakushatam means, you know, flattery, full flattering. The person. Shatam means hundred, hundred times. And then call him Hey Sadhava, Great Sadhu You are a very great saintly person. Then the person will be Yes. Good, good. You are a very nice boy. What do you want? Hmm, whatever you have learned sir just throw it far away. <laughs> With a smile. Tell him whatever you have learned until now please throw it far away because it was nonsense. And Chaitanya Chandra Charane Ragam. Please take shelter at the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and learn first of all who you are. You don't even know that. Actually that is a fact. Sanatana Goswami said, Gramevavya Vyavaharakohe Pandit. Everybody is calling me Pandit. Sanatana Goswami actually is a Pandit. He is a Kashmir Brahmin. Very, very aristocratic Pandit. But, he went to the service of the Muslim emperor Nawab Hussain Shah and therefore you know he was considered one of the uh, he was fallen from the Brahmana qualities he was treated like that but still because that was a custom if anybody has a thread he will be considered Pandit you know even if he is just pulling a Thela he will be called Panditji you know what's a Thela Thela means you know rickshaw Rishka, rickshaw means at least you will cycle Tela means you know you have to walk and pull it, the cart. That kind of work he is doing, and he is called Panditji because he has a, has a thread on him. So Pandit means actually who is learned. Why, why is pulling Thela. But simply Brahmana sutra, Brahmana sutra in Kaliuga, Just by putting thread, one will be considered Brahman. Whether he is following anything or not doesn't matter. So, um. Sanatana Goswami said, Gramya pandit. Everybody is calling me Panditji. And, Tai uh, I also thought, um, that is correct. I am a, I was a big Pandit. But, what kind of Pandit I am? What is good for me? What is bad for me? I don't know anything. What kind of Pandit I am? I am such a great Pandit, that I don't know what is good for me, what is bad for me what to speak what is good, good and bad first of all I don't even know who I am why I am suffering I don't know anything and I am still called Pandit this is the fact actually everybody they are very proud of their material positions but actually they are fool's number fool number one fool of the first order because they don't know who even who they are even forget about what they need to do, what they should not do, that is next. Our activities will come from what my understanding of myself is. If I think I am an Indian, then I feel that I I have to fight for India, I have to stand for India, I have to speak for India, I have to be proud to be an Indian. So then I will work in a certain way according to who I feel I am. Because I feel that I am a part of this family, I have to take care of my parents, I have to take care of my children, wife, relatives so my activities are based on my conception of who I am so therefore what to do what not to do it comes next first of all who you are that has to be established so Vedas Bhagavad Gita says we are actually part and parcel of Krishna we are his eternal servants but we have forgotten and now we are serving very uh, what is that gramesham very meager uh, masters very very small masters Hmm. actually we were supposed to be a servant of Krishna the biggest master but now we have become servant of our country our wife our children our husband our boss our customer we have become servants of these things servant we always are whether of this or that. We are always servant. The Prime Minister is called what? Public servant. He is not the public head or one, He is a public servant. So we are always servant actually. The big boss of the company is a servant of the customer. He is a boss of somebody but servant of somebody. <coughs> you know. But, Ishwara Paramakrishna. Uh, Ishwara means controller. Everybody is controller to a certain extent. Control of the family, control of the state, control of the whatever. Company or within the company there is a project manager, there is a team leader, there is a so many kinds of Ishwara controllers. But Ishwara Parama, the supreme controller, controller of controllers, Krishna. So therefore, we have to surrender to Him. Actually, we are His servant, but we have taken. Very small servants. So, therefore, we are fools. So, but because we have that ego, we don't accept when we are advised. And we think, who are you to advise? So, therefore, Prabhupada Ananda Saraswati said, please, please approach them very humbly. And once you have satisfied them with all your humility, and they have, you know, become satisfied, all right, this person is not threatening my. A ego then hit them <laughs> then hit them with the truth hmm. so anyway so this is the thing so we have to understand what to do and what not to do by scriptures right now brahma samud bhavam the scriptures are coming from the supreme personality of godhead and in the purport also from the vedas it is quoted asya Mahato Bhutasya. Nashvasitam, Svasa, shwa, Swasa means breathing. Nashvasitam, Eta, Dhyad, Rigvedo, Yajurveda, <coughs> Samavedo, Atharvan, Girasa. The four Vedas, namely Rigveda, Yajurveda, Samaveda, Atharvaveda, are all emanations from the breathing of the great personality of Godhead. Now, when we talk about the personality of Godhead, He is, He and His Word are non different. Now, uh, in this world duality the words spoken by a person are not the person but in the spiritual world the words and the person are the same it is very difficult to comprehend at this point how this is so but axiomatically we have to accept it for now because we have no faculty to understand this or la- realize this at the present moment so the, the topics of Krishna and Krishna are the same the name of Krishna and Krishna are the same so you don't have to be uh, worrisome by thinking Krishna is not here He came 5000 years ago He is no more here No He is everywhere but our remembrance of Him immediately manifests His presence especially when we remember Him uh, Therefore chanting Krishna's name is directly associating with Krishna <coughs> Abhinnatvan no. Abhinnatva. Abhinna means difference. Abhinnatva means no difference. Nama and no. The name and the named. There is no difference. Hmm. So, <coughs> same point is made in another place. That the Vedas are coming from Supreme Personality of Godhead. Where it is stated? Who knows? Hmm? Where is it stated that the Vedas are coming from the Supreme Personality of Godhead? 11th chapter. Where? Bhagavad Gita. Where? What shloka? The beauty of Vedic literature is you can pinpoint. Not book, chapter, this, page number, third paragraph, no. Chapter, verse. Pinpoint. Ah, 15 15. Veda Sarvai Rahameva survive, veda. Chapter 15, text 15. Sarvasya chaham, Vedisan nivishto, Matthas <coughs> Prithyanam, cha. Veda is to survive, ahameva veda. Veda Krit Veda I am seated in everyone's heart and from me come remembrance, knowledge and forgetfulness. By all the Vedas, I am to be known. Indeed, I am the compiler of Vedanta and I am the knower of the Vedas. So, Vedas are not uh, compositions of human beings. Again, it is stated in the Bhagavatam as well. Dharmam tu bhagavat pranitam. Navai vidur pideva, asura manushya, real religious principles are enacted by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Although fully situated in the mode of goodness, even the great rishis who occupy the topmost planets cannot ascertain the real religious principles. You see this? Not only human beings have this problem. Although fully situated in the mode of goodness, even the great rishis who occupy the topmost planets of the universe cannot ascertain the real religious principles knock and the demigods or the leaders of Siddhaloka to, ne- to say nothing of the asuras ordinary human beings vidyadharas and charanas so all these people cannot understand reali- real religious principles so real religion is only coming from Krishna that is real religion bhagavat in another place also it is said Yamaduta ochu. these are servants of Yamaraj they are you know great scholars you know actually don't underestimate them Yamraj is just you know for scaring people no 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 <laughs> Yamaraj himself is a Mahajan one of the 12 greatest devotees of the Lord in the entire universe and of course his disciples the Yamadutas they also are very conversant with Vedic principles Otherwise, how can the judge this person is sinful, this person is pious? They must know, right? We ourselves can't do it, right? How to know whether a person is still sinful? Yeah, we can understand to an extent. But how sinful he actually is and what is the record of his sinful activities, all that the Yamadutas know. they very scholarly in that aspect. So, they are saying here, Veda Praṇihito Dharma Hi Adharmasthad Viparyaya Veda Narayana Sakshat Swayambhu Ritishu Shushruma The Yamadutas replied This was a conversation between Dutas and Yamadutas That which is prescribed in the Vedas constitutes Dharma Again so today's Karma Brahmodbhavam Vidhi First line Here same thing What is that Sanskrit? Veda pranehito dharma. He Another thing is explained here that that which is prescribed in the Vedas constitutes dharma, the religious principles, and the opposite of that is religion. The Vedas are directly the Supreme Personality of Godhead Narayan and are self-born. This we have heard from Yamaraj. So they have heard from Yamaraj this thing. The Vedas are non-different from the Lord. So when we are reading Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is directly speaking to us. Don't say to the don't go to the temple and say, Krishna please give me an answer. No, Krishna has already given you the answers before you even ask the question. The problem is we are asking these questions because we have not looked at the answers. Yeah, we won't look at the answers until we have the questions. But once we have the questions, we should consult the Bhagavad Gita. Because Bhagavad Gita has all the answers for life and especially if it is studied in the association of devotees then it becomes crystal clear very very clear there will be no confusion at all Hmm. so brahmakshara samud bhavam so these vedas are from the supreme personality of godhead tasmat sarvagatam brahma therefore the all pervading transcendence Nityam Yagne pratishthitam. This is another important point. The all pervading transcendence. Transcendence means all pervading Brahma paramatma bhagavan. Brahma parabrahma. Hmm. So, Brahma means a spirit. What is a spirit? We are also Brahma. Aham brahmasmi. Aham brahmasmi means I am a spirit soul. I am not this material body, I am a spirit soul. Spirit means don't think the ghost, you know. Ghost is different, that is a different spirit. Spirit soul means spiritual soul. We are talking about the soul. Mm-hmm. So, Aham Brahma. I am Brahma. But there is another Brahma who is called Parabrahma. That's why there are two words. It's not that I am the same as the Lord. Some people say like that. Sankaracharya's followers, they say Advaitavada. (coughs) Advaitavada means everything is one. Brahma. Everything is Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. They will say. Yes, everything is Brahma. Yes, but there is Brahma and Brahma. In quality, everything is Brahma, spiritual. We are spiritual. The Lord is also spiritual. But we are infinitesimal spiritual. He is the infinite spiritual. That's why the difference is there. Two words. Brahma, Parabrahma, Atma, Paramatma. Hmm? So these words are there. So, Tasmat Sarvagatam Brahma, the all-pervading transcendence. Who is the all-pervading transcendence? That is the Lord. Hmm. We are not all-pervading transcendence. We are also transcendence. We are Transcendence means what? Transcendental to this material world. We are transcendental. We have nothing to do with this material world. We are para prakriti. We are above. We are superior to the material nature. And because of us, the material nature moves. Now this camera will not move unless I move it. So it is inferior nature, and a superior nature is required to move it. My body. Yes, my body is material when it is dead actually to be very honest it is already dead this body is dead body it is moving because the soul is inside and the soul is moving it I am moving this body the same five fingers will not move in a dead body why? because the soul is out the superior energy the para prakriti which was inside Dwelling inside this body, Dehina Asmin, Yatha Dehe. That soul is missing, the driver is missing. Therefore, this body becomes it shows its true color when it is dead, so-called dead. Actually, it is always dead, it appeared alive because of the because we are alive. Uh, We are alive, just like a glove. If I wear a glove. The glove will move. The five fingers. But the glove is dead. The glove doesn't have life. But it moves. Because I am moving it. From inside. Similarly, this body itself is a glove. On the soul. So we are moving it. So this is called para and prakriti, Superior nature, inferior nature. So we are transcendental nature. And this is dull matter. So therefore we are also called transcendence. Brahma but Parabrahma means the all-pervading transcendence we are not all-pervading now we are all-pervading within this one body any corner of the body if I pinch I will feel the pain so within this body my consciousness is there I can feel the pains and pleasures of this body and you can feel the pains and pleasures of your body but we can't feel the pains and pleasures of every body that is all-pervading whereas the supreme lord he is situated in everyone's heart and he knows the pains and pleasures of everyone he knows everything so the all-pervading transcendence sarvagatam brahma not the minute brahma sarvagatam brahma nityam yajne pratishtitam he is situated where there are acts of sacrifice In the acts of sacrifice, the Supreme Lord is already there. That means, if we are chanting, for example, He is already there. When we are serving Him, Yajna means, in the acts of sacrifice. Sacrifice always does not mean the the homam, you know. That is not the only sacrifice. Or some animal sacrifice. We are not not even talking about animal sacrifice. Sacrificing our tendency for sense gratification, that sacrifice. Now we all want to eat, all like to eat, but for uh, Janmashtami for example, we fast the whole day, 24 hours, the devotees, those who are devotees, they fast for 24 hours, from the previous midnight to that day midnight, not even water, fasting means not, like those uh, some people who eat vegetarian food, fasting means vegetarian food for them, no, 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 not even a drop of water, Nirjala upavas so that fasting they do so actually we want to eat but we are taking that sacrifice and engaging not just uh, not eat and then sleep the whole day no engage in service let me fast until the time when you were born until the time of your birth Krishna that is the idea so this is our expression of love An expression, expression of love. So that is sacrifice. We are sacrificing our tendency to eat, our enjoyment, for pleasing the Lord and engaging in His service more on that day or Ekadasi. Ekadasi is very auspicious day. On the same thing, we fast from grains, and you know the whole idea is to increase our devotion for Krishna. So these are small sacrifices, and but but which have very great result. And we like to talk, gossip, you know, simply talk until we fall asleep, you know. So this tendency to talk can be sacrificed and instead chant Hare Krishna. This is a sacrifice of the tendency of sense gratification. When we say sacrifice, that is that is what it means to sacrifice our so, for example, wealth we get the salary. Part of it must be given to Krishna. Otherwise, we are incurring sin. Yagyarthat karmana Lokoyam karma bandhana If we don't give, actually, the brahmachari, for example, he will go out, beg arms. Not because he is not qualified to earn money, no. First of all, he himself will become humble and more importantly, he is purifying the other person. By giving to the cause of Krishna consciousness, they are not helping somebody some other beneficiary, but they themselves are the beneficiary for even giving Krishna. And of course, the money will go to serve others through prasadam distribution or books, book distribution, or you know, to even maintain a temple. Now, if there is no temple maintenance, well how you will come, how we will gather, how we will listen. So all this requires. Lakshmi so by giving certain amount to the Krishna consciousness movement so we are getting benefited that is sacrifice again instead of spending it for whimsical things stuff which we do not require actually anarthas we don't die if we don't have them instead of spending our money on them on those things if we give that to Krishna uh, that is called sacrifice. So, a Brahmacharya, he will give 100%. He has no personal, uh, uh, what is that? Bank account, no, nothing. He doesn't have any personal savings, no, no, no such thing. Everything goes to the Krishna. But Grihastha, because he cannot 100% give everything to Krishna, so therefore, the uh, actual stipulation is, 50% of his income should be given to Krishna. You may ask, how 50% is too much, sir? No, actually the standard is 100%. Because it cannot. So therefore there is 50%. Concession. Okay, 50% you take. (laughs) So this is sacrifice. Mm. But of course, if you cannot do that straight away, start with something. Don't be not giving anything to Krishna. Nobody gains. Nobody gains by not giving people think that oh if I if I save here why should I give temple I will save this 30 dollars you know one time it will come at some point it will come in use yeah it will come in use when medical bill when the health hits bad or some accident happened then it will come in use because if we don't use it for Krishna it will be used yes we are going to lose that money either by some untoward incident or from unexpected expenditure or we buy something which we don't really want or don't really need it or by giving it to Krishna or by death we will lose that money for sure so while we have it if we use it to give to Krishna then we get the return which is so great you know Here it is explained (coughs) the materialistic way of pious activities like charity is recommended in the Smriti Shastras as quoted by Srila Viswanath Sakravarti Thakur Money given in charity to a suitable person is guaranteed bank balance in the next life Money given in charity to a suitable person is guaranteed Suitable means not simply any man on the street No you give money to a poor man. He will buy whiskey. Then what will you do? Or he will buy chicken rice. Then what he will you do? That sin of killing that chicken, you will also get. Ah. so giving money is not very recommended because what they will use for? There was a classic example I told you before also. There was one person who was collecting on the street here in Singapore. So whenever we collect, he used to collect there also because he doesn't have one leg, uh, one hand, and one leg from the elbow down and from the knee down so he used to make it even more pitiable so that people will feel more pity so he will lie down on the on the road you know on the on the ground full flat and he will beg like this actually he doesn't have to do that but he can just sit down and beg if you want but he doesn't he will you know fall on the you know like this and beg and people just give him 10 10 50 you know 100 and within 3 days <clears throat> during chinese new year he collects 30000 to 50000 dollars one person. I do know where he is found after that. Here. In Gelang nearby. All the prostitutes. He comes here and have fun with the prostitutes. And he will he nicely drink. Full. Drugged out. He was found. He was found on the... And he was put in jail. Now he is in jail still. So, giving money to suitable person. Not simply anybody. Just by seeing on the. In one minute you can't understand the person. So don't judge. They can put up a good act for one minute. So the best way to help a person is give him prasadam. And if he doesn't want to take it, fine. Then why is he even begging? <coughs> so prasadam is the best way. So you can take some prasadam with you always and give somebody. Like that. So anyway, money given in charity to a suitable person is guaranteed bank balance in the next life. So according to Vedas, the suitable person is the Brahmana. Brahman, Because he is not, he doesn't have time to earn a living for himself. He is so busy preaching the message of Krishna that he has no time earning a living. So he is given charity. Such charity is recommended to be given to a Brahmana, you see. If the money is given in charity to a non-Brahmana without Brahmanical qualification, the money is returned in the next life in the same proportion. <coughs> this is not to that person who is going to the prostitute that his sin you will also get if you donate to that person. So to a suitable person. But here it is said even non-Brahmana, if you give, you will get the money returned in the next life in the same proportion. If it is given in charity to a half-educated Brahmana, Even then, the money is returned double. If the money is given in charity to a learned and fully qualified brahmana, the money is returned a hundred and thousand times. And if the money is given to a Veda Paraga, one who has factually realized the path of the Vedas, it is returned by unlimited multiplication. So, in, in other words, one is not even given money in exchange. He will get the kingdom of God directly the unlimited opulence is there in the kingdom of Vaikuntha and such a person just by giving just by helping those who are <coughs> serving Krishna he will also get the same result as them just like if I am riding a bicycle and if I hold on to a car which is going at say 60 kilometers per hour I will also go at 60 kilometers per hour although mine is only a bicycle so by holding on to those people who are on the path of liberation I will also get the same result so if I am in the train suppose if I am in the same train whether I am in the first compartment or last compartment I will reach the destination right so like that so by just by supporting Krishna consciousness activities we will also get the result so this is these are sacrifices so (coughs) nityam Yajne Pratisthitam Dasmat Sarva Gatam Brahman Nityam yajne the supreme lord he is situated where his devotees are glorifying him performing sacrifices of material activities and engaging in spiritual activities the lord is residing there there is another verse beautiful verse that Narada has uh, Narayana has said to Narada what is that? you see hmm, hmm. Lord narayana is saying this to Naradmani I am not situated in Vaikuntha or in the temples which is also Vaikuntha I am not in the hearts of the yogis who are meditating on me not really I am not really very much there Yatra Gayanti Madhbhakta Tatratishtha Minarada Yatra Gayanti Madhbhakta I am not in Vaikuntha nor in the hearts of the yogis. I remain where my devotees engage in glorifying my activities. Same point. Nityam Yajne Pratishthitam. What is that? Sarvagatam Brahma. Tasmat Sarvagatam Brahma Nityam Yajne Pratishthitam. Wherever the devotees are glorifying the Lord, there he is Tishtha. He is established there. That means, a temple is a place where the devotees are glorifying the Lord. Not simply put some murti there and then collect money. That is not temple. The Lord is not inclined to stay there also. Uh, Where my devotees are glorifying me, chanting my name, discussing my topics, Uh, this is the real temple. Sometimes people, one... uh, one lady came here. And she came and went. I, we didn't even know. But we came to know because she left a Google review. On our temple. She gave a one star review. She said this is not a normal temple. Because there is no structure. Because <laughs> she wanted to see a Gopuram. You know. She wanted to see that. So because it was in a building and a third floor. You know, this is not a normal temple. It's not. you know. So... I actually commented on the review I said um, thank you madam we take it as a compliment in fact we are not a normal temple because in our temple we we actually glorify the Lord but in other temples they don't glorify the Lord the topics of the Lord are not discussed whereas we have Bhagavad Gita classes Bhagavatam classes everyday so yes we are not a normal temple like other temples so uh, so we have to come to this point that all our activities should be a sacrifice for Vishnu. Otherwise we are running the risk. Why are we saying you have to sacrifice these material tendencies and engage in Krishna's service? Because if we don't do, we are the ones who run the risk. We are the ones who will suffer. So mold your life in such a way that everything is centered around Krishna consciousness this is called Krishna consciousness why? you are conscious of Krishna all the time that is Krishna consciousness if we forget him then we are not Krishna conscious and if if I can't be Krishna conscious when I am healthy and hale how will I be Krishna conscious at the time of death when the body is in complete disorder And unless I think of Krishna at the time of death, I am not going back to Vaikuntha. There is no way I can be admitted into the Vaikuntha if I do not remember Krishna at that last point in my life. I will not be admitted. So if I have to remember him at that trying circumstance at the time of death, which is the most stressful moment. Some people say, oh, he passed away peacefully. Nobody passes away peacefully. Nobody. What is the turmoil inside the person, inside the heart of the person, you don't even know. Hmm. Death is not all pleasing. So, and every, we all are in the same queue. Not that we send condolences, oh, you somebody passed away, okay, okay. And we are also in the same queue only, what we are condoling. We are also in the same queue. Suppose one person is executed. Huh? And I am also in the queue. So, one day I will be, I will be there. The problem is I don't know which position I am. You know, have you seen those uh, those buildings where you take a t- ticket number, queue ticket and then the number will be shown. Then when your number comes, then you go there. And then there is a disclaimer at the, below in the board. Numbers may not be called in sequence. <laughs> so we also won't be called in sequence. Oh! I was born in this year so that person have to die first because he was born in the previous year so I, I was born two years later so I will, my time will come later no it may not be called in sir. <laughs> it can come any, any order same way so we have to be ready for that for that ready means what what is the readiness always think of Krishna <coughs> so if you happen to die at any moment if you are thinking of Krishna, then you are successful. If one of the moments where you are thinking of Krishna happened to be the last moment, then you are successful. But if if we die at the point where we were remembering Krishna and then one moment we miss and that moment, that moment we die then, like Prabhu told the story, right? You, you were there? Um, that uh, a person he heard from a class, We went to Bhagavad Gita class. He said, Oh, he heard this thing from the preacher. Oh, we have to remember Krishna at the last point of life. Okay. Good deal. And he heard the Ajamil story. You know Ajamil story? He had his son's name as Narayana and at the last point he chanted Narayana and he went back. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Instead of chanting every day, I'll just produce some sons from my wife and I will name them as so he got, he got three sons. So he put Govinda Damodar Madhva. So you saw the song Govinda Damodar Madhaveti. Okay, fun. good. good. Govinda Damodar Madhva. So he was a merchant, cloth merchant. So he was <laughs> having the shop. So at one way he was big, he became old and he was on his deathbed. And then he, he immediately called everybody. Govinda, Damodar, Madhav, come, come, come. Sit down, sit down here. No, actually he did not even call, sorry. Uh, he was on his deathbed, then three sons are here. So said, are, Govinda, Damodur, Madhav, are they said, Govinda, Damodar, Madhav, who is in the shop? How is he running there? Is it close or what? Then he died. He died thinking of the shop. Just he was chanting the names and after that he was worrying about the shop. His mind went there. So he tried to cheat Krishna. Right? Instead of ch- chanting whole life, oh, let me chant at that last moment. Huh? Ajamal did all nonsense in his whole life. One, one Narayana he chanted and went back, right? This is good. So he thought like that. But uh, Ajamil did not make the mistake. He chanted offenselessly. He desperately called out for the name Narayana offenselessly. He did not plan that, okay, okay, well, let me wait until last moment, then I will chant Narayana. Uh, no so we cannot cheat Krishna so we cannot think that oh in this way I will I will remember Krishna no no we should always pray for to Krishna that please let me remember you always Krishna tvadiya padapaṅkaja panjarāntam mm. adhyayvame viṣatu manasa rājahamsa pranam prāyāna samaye kaphavāta pittai kantha varodhana vidhous maranam kutaste King Kulaśegar is praying that now I am young and you know hell and hearty now I can remember you With full concentration. But I am worried that when I grow old. My body will be in disorder. Maybe I will be in coma. Or what I do not know. and Or stroke or whatever. And maybe I cannot be able to remember you. And the throat will be choked up with mucus. And words will not come out of my mouth. And my thoughts will be all. You know all over the place. At that time how to remember you. Just imagine, if you have a little bit headache, how difficult it is to chant our rounds already. If you have a headache or a fever, how to, how to chant when we are dying? Hmm. So think, if I cannot do it now, how can I do it then? So therefore, now we have to become very serious. Take it seriously. Don't, don't, uh, you know, keep your, uh, let me try, you know, after some time, uh, that after some time may not come. The death may come because numbers will not be called in sequence. I may die before that. So, take it now. Alright. Any questions or comments on this topic? You said uh, Brahma, hmm. Vyada Brahma. Shabda hmm. Brahma, Shabda Brahma. Shabda Brahma is transcendental sound, which is the name of Krishna. And also the Vedas. Yes, yes. Because he is also Brahma. Just like the Prime Minister of the country is also a citizen of the country. So he is also a citizen. But he is a prime citizen. So similarly, the Lord is also a living entity. He is also Brahma. But he is a prime living entity. <coughs> Shabda Brahma, transcendental sound. <coughs> Other sounds are material sounds. <coughs> Whereas his holy name and his teachings, they are transcendental sound. Any other questions or comments? We'll stop here, Grantra Shrimad Bhagavad Gita key, Srila Prabhupada ki Netaya Gaur Primanandi.